0: Good morning. Uh, I don't have green hair, do I? Yes, do. I hope so. But if it is, it's okay. Uh, I've gone psychedelic for the for the uh, Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Amen. Okay, let me read for you scripture because we're dealing with uh, uh, we're dealing with. The prophetic revelation ministry, how God uses you prophetically. Amen. Now, remember that in 1 Corinthians 14, in 1 Corinthians 12, Paul mentions 12 gifts of the Holy Spirit, and one of the vocal gifts is prophecy. That is connected to 1 Corinthians 14:3, which defines prophecy, edifying, building, and comforting. So prophesying is a vocal gift that that speaks into the lives of people. A lot of people uh, uh, minister allowing the Holy Spirit to use them, but they don't know what they're doing. And identifying is critical because identification of the move of the Holy Spirit is critical in order for you to grow and learn more and be blessed. You change that. You did? Okay, so over here what I see doesn't really, is the same. Okay. All right, good, good. Okay, so now, uh, so we're dealing with prophetic revelation. What, where does that come in? And how does that work in terms of the expression of the Holy Spirit biblically? Well, that's what we're covering. Prophetic revelation. Now, when Paul refers to the prophet, he spoke, uh, in, uh, in Ephesians 4 as to the teacher, the pastor, the evangelist, the prophet, and the apostle. These are five, uh, areas in which God uses through people that, <clears throat> that are called to serve, to minister. And there's no problem with that being. Uh, not uh, <clears throat> exercise in your church, why? Because God does it anyway, what the church does doesn 't change what God does, and God is doing this throughout the world whether whether the the general Conference votes or not it 's happening it 's something that men cannot stop it, and so prophetic revelation comes under the unction of the Holy Spirit to be able to minister to others through your life. So, when you look at the gifts specifically, there are three that are power gifts. And it's word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirits. There are three in the middle that are power gifts. Faith working American gifts of healings. And there are three that are vocal gifts. Prophecy, tongues, and interpretation. Now, when it says prophecy here, is any fine building and comforting, according to 1st 1 Corinthians 14.3. 14:3. Say it with me, 1 Corinthians 14:3. So where does the prophetic here works? It works over all of them. Works overall, because the ability to hear God is what we're dealing with. Is the prophet here? Is anyone who hears God? That doesn't mean that you uh that you are going to. uh Get up in church and be the prophet of God, like Elijah, Elisha, Jeremiah. But it's the nature of the Holy Spirit that operates in communicating with simple people the will of God for your personal life. So this prophetic revelation of God it is a it is an uh, 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 an ability to hear God above all that He is doing in you. Not specifically uh, uh, with the gifts. The gifts operate and they produce prophetic revelation. Let's say that. Yeah. So the gifts operate and produces prophetic revelation. Things that you hear and you see now. That's when, that's when the cookie crumbles. Because the way God moves and communicates with you is through a prophet, which is an inspired healer, hearer, then speaker. So, the prophet hears and he speaks. And the seer, which is another way God speaks, is is primarily visual. So, a lot of people have dreams and visions. And this is what we've been dealing with this whole week. Last week, this week, on visions. So, how does that operate? A lot of people have dreams and visions. But they don't know how, how to interpret it and how actually to deal with it. So, here's a question. When there is a prophetic revelation, does the gift of interpretation of tongues operate? Definitely. Interpretation of tongues is not tongues, but interprets the, the revelation from God in every every area of your life. It, it shows visions. It shows dreams. And, uh, and uh, now... And, and God provides the interpretation through the Holy Spirit to you. Now, the seer is what we're referring to. Say prophet. The seer. Now, the seer is divided into the ra. The ra. Say ra. ra. Means to see. And the chosen, which is the beholder of the vision. The gazer, the the... the but the the chosen is a person that sees very clear, but he is actually looking at the vision and he will talk to the Ra what he sees. The Ra confirms it because he already seen it. So there are people who gaze and there are people who see. The difference here is that the chosen is someone who are, is, is, is waiting on a revelation from God. And he passes on to the seer. For instance, if you look carefully in your scripture, and I'm moving on to some scriptures now. If you look carefully in your scriptures that I've given you, uh, Ged and Asaph were two men Thank you, Lord, for... for uh, there were two men that uh, worked for David in, the, in King, King David's court. And they were people who saw in gaze. And David then could hear the prophet Nathan speaking something, and the vision, in the dreams, confirmed what the prophet said. Remember, everything needs to be confirmed. And so that's what I'm talking about. It is the ability of David to hear from God and not make a mistake. So what are what are the, the Ra and the chosen? Ways to interpret, ways to look, ways to gaze, and, and of course the word of the prophet is vocal and comes through the mouth to the hearer. So you have a channel uh, uh that is very, very, very powerful and very 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 uh, uh strong and confirms, it empowers, it renews. When God speaks, there's no confusion. It's bang, bang, bang. And, and, uh, and of course, David was so successful in his life because he would have people around him that could see in the spiritual realm. If you have people to take care of you and be your no security so nobody will bother you, that won't do anything. If you have people around you who just uh, cannot be heard, cannot be dealt with, cannot be learned from, then there's no way for you to have around them. And so uh, leaders today are away from the realm of revelation because they use people around them to actually do for them things. But uh, 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 I'm surrounded by people who can see. You probably say, well, tell me some. Well, Dino Cates. Uh, Tell me uh, Betty McKinney, uh, uh, Jonathan Dunn, uh, Shannon, she can see food. Uh, She knows how to find what we need, but she's got a vision. You know, several times Shannon has told me some things. And one was uh, I had a problem with my door. I couldn't actually uh, allow the door to remain that way, and I had to call Someone to take care of the door, through a uh, and, and change the door knob at the house from the inside. Well, she saw something at Walmart. For some reason, she uh, she remembers what she saw, and what she saw is what I needed. So when I saw her the need, she brought in the piece. Now, how did she know that? How? What? Out of the million pieces in Walmart, that little piece caught her eyes. Now that's a vision. That's a revelation from God. You understand? Uh, sometimes, 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 what happens to you, God uses, so you can tell me. That's the way. That's the way it works. Sometimes, what you do. And what you say, what you get involved in, it begins to to speak through me because you speak to my life. So how many of you have said something to me that changes things? Hmm? Do you remember? It happens all the time. In the office, it happens all the time. Because after uh, when, I, when you say something, I hear it, I know that God is speaking to me, and I'll get that done. It happened to her, but it happens to John almost daily. It Happ- happens to, to Taylor in many, many ways, to Betty more than often. Because Betty will bring in a thought and an idea. And, uh, and, of course, Frankie does the same. And, of course, Cindy does the same. I don't know if you noticed Frankie. Frankie is very, very spiritual led now and then she'll come sign over here this is what it is what should we do can I tell you what should we do and she'll tell me what should we do and I uh, and, and and I said well, that's, that's wonderful let's do it let's move here let's move over there let's do this let's do that and so and so this this communicative of giving and receiving is what gives away and allows the prophetic revelation from God occur because God speaks to you to me, and I speak to others. Does that communicate? Can you say something about that? Give me, give me an answer. Confirm what I said to you. Get the microphone. confirmed. Was that right?
1: Yeah, that, that now was just right. Just go ahead and talk. Well, I, you were talking about the need that you had, and I did remember seeing this thing at Walmart, and yeah.
0: Okay, now John,
2: I remember one year. I remember one year where God was sending. Dozens of people to Brazil, more than we could ever imagine, and we didn't know why. And then came a bill of thirty thousand dollars in Brazil that we didn't know we had. And Michael Graff and Lane Tucker flew the money down there. Yeah. So God was speaking to us through these Brazil trips, providing for us even before we even knew that we had this big bill. Yes.
0: And there's uh, many stories like that. It is prophetic that. It is a happens. prophetic revelation. God is ahead of us, and He's speaking through us. Yeah, that's right. That's $25,000 that we had to pay to something that happened out there with one of the our workers.
2: Our church was bigger than ever that year, and we didn't know why, and then suddenly... That's
0: right. <clears throat> that's right. And so, and so, as you become aware of all of this, okay, uh, on the way here today, I had a word from the Lord that says, Tell... Taylor, tell Raymond, because Raymond's going to go to another job uh, pretty soon. And so the word was, tell Raymond that when he's not working during the morning time to come down, he's going to need to come down here. He's going to be in prayer with us down here because he's not going to disappear. He's going to come in several times when he's not working and be here to be a part of it. Now, I didn't hear that from the Lord uh, 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 last week. I heard it this morning. And so, and so the, 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 the revelation from God comes in as you begin to hear and, and believe and be open, and it all operates that way. So uh, let's take a look at some ways where dreams operate. And I'm going to begin with Onar, okay, which is Matthew 2, 2.12. So in dreams, for instance, let's deal with dreams now. Not not, not visions, but dreams. Okay? This is a regular, simple dream, going to bed and, 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 and snoring and, and having a dream. The word here is onar. And Matthew 2.12 is the first scripture.
3: It says, And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another
0: way. So who is Hede? It's the Magi. The Magi, meaning meaning that all of them had a dream. God is communicating to the Magi. Don't go home this way because uh, you're gonna meet the uh, Herod soldiers on the road. Turn another way, which is a little difficult through the hills, and, and 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 they did, and of course they were blessed. Okay, that was communicated. How about Matthew twenty-seven nineteen?
2: When he was sat down on the judgment seat. His wife said unto him, saying, Have thou nothing to do with that just man? For I have suffered many things this day in a dream because of him.
0: It must have been a horrible dream she suffered. I mean, she saw blood. She saw, she saw accusations. She saw the death of Pilate, uh, uh, Pontius Pilate. She, he, she saw the children being killed with the invasion of the Roman army, uh, uh, which destroyed everything, you know. You're talking about year 31, 32 here. In 28 years, Jerusalem was completely destroyed. The temple, the first temple destroyed. And a lot of people were killed in Pilate's life. Perhaps his family also. So what I'm saying to you uh, is that Pontius Pilate had a dream. His wife had a dream. And, And he said... Not have nothing to do with that righteous man. Remember now that she was a, a woman that was not saved. So, so on. Our is a type of dream. Let's go to the next one. Enupian, E N U P N I O N. Acts two, 2, 2 seventeen.
3: And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons yes. and your daughters shall, shall prophesy, prophesy. And
0: old men shall,
3: and young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. Notice
0: that young men will have visions and old men have dreams. Meaning, the young one will be able to see things, but the older one will be interpreted to dreams which, which which is good because the young guys sleep light. But the old people will sleep sleep heavily. Okay? So the vision here doesn't say through the sleep. You just have visions. It means young men would just walk down the street and see something. And so as I as I talk to young people and deal with young people, uh, they are that type of easy. They see things. So uh uh, they, they are able to look and see things. They don't know what it is. But it's because const- Those who receive Christ are constantly being communicated with the Holy Spirit about visions. Constantly. They see things. They don't know what it is. And as you become aware of what you are about to see, then you realize it is, it is this prophetic revelation coming in. You know, uh, they're, 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 there is one, one type of prophetic revelation that talks about drops of rain, like raindrops just falling upon, upon your mind. You can hear that and see that. The prophet, it is the fountain that flows constantly, never stops. But dreams and visions comes in in raindrops all over you. So if you, if you are aware of that, then it happens and you catch it. It happens, and you say, oh, God. Like, like women, for instance, young ladies, 20, 25 years old, that are looking for a husband, they will see a husband. They will see a type of a husband, okay? But they interpret that to be, uh, let's say, uh, uh, it's just, you know, uh, uh, my brain doing that, my mind doing that. They see another husband that is just falling apart literally in everything that he does. And, but he is looking good. Then they see a gentle mind. A gentle spirit man. That is tender and sweet. And full of the Holy Spirit. And they just uh, don't like their hair. And so God simply shows the type. But you come with your flesh and you change it. So when you see it. Because this is what God is showing you. Whether you like it or not, it is good. The the Holy Spirit will in you will actually confirm that what you see is good, even though you don't like it. And then you say, God, I ask you that that become a reality in my life. See, in other words, you joined the vision that you saw by being able to bless it and receive it. Instead of using your mind to click on and click off, click on and click off. Up, down, left, right, but never, never, never looking for the will of God in what you see. Now, how many of you would say you've had a vision sometime in your life? Anybody? Go ahead.
1: Well, like you just said about the door, you know, that was something that I'd never really thought about as being a type of vision, but okay. now that you explain it, it makes. More
0: okay anything else you don't want to talk about that boy
2: yeah
1: okay
0: no
2: well you know I had a uh I had a dream actually last night that uh, I was running a mission trip and forgot to bring the roster
0: <laughs> and so I think the lord was telling me Bring the roster. Well, that's what it's, it, 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 it's apprehension. Maybe a little bit. Right? It's apprehension. A little bit of apprehension. When you a run a trip, you've got to have a roster. The names of the people involved on the trip. Have you had a spiritual dream of some kind? Yeah, I had it. A... Any, anybody else? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Anybody else? Betty?
1: Yeah. Um, I saw the United States of America hanging by a thread. With a pair of scissors ready to cut it and the Lord said to me, Those scissors represent when we turn our backs against Israel, snip. Um, yeah. God uh, will stop ho- dream. It was yeah, well no, it was about the blessing on our nation. Okay. And us blessing Israel.
0: So inuption thank you, Betty. Inuption then it has to do in the last days I will pour my spirit on young men. Uh, on all mankind. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy, young men see visions, old men dreams. It's a surprise. It's something that comes out, out of nowhere, dealing with the future. Okay? So it's an option. Let's go to the next one, and we need to move forward. It's horama. And horama is awakened vision, meaning you're sleeping, and in the dream, you're sleeping, you have a vision in your sleep. Okay? Well, let's take a look at that. How about Matthew seventeen nine?
2: And as they came down from the mountain, Jesus charged them, saying, "Tell the vision to no man until the Son of Man be now, risen Jesus again from the dead." Jesus
0: called what they saw on top of Mount Carmel as a vision. So, go into that scripture, which is Matthew seventeen nine. That is Jesus talking about a vision. So if you are a type of a student that uh, 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 disregards uh, comments by a fellow like me in terms of what I'm saying, he, Jesus just, Matthew 17:9 just confirmed, read it again. Jesus said,
2: And as they came down from the mountain, Jesus charged them, saying, Tell the vision to no man.
0: Now what was the vision? The vision was that Peter, James, and John on top of Mount Carmel looking up at 100 feet they saw two men talking to each other. One was Moses, one was Elijah. Not Mount Not so, so that's the vision. Who was also the third person? Huh? They heard the voice. Who was the third person? The voice of the father. No, no, wait a minute. That, that, it's it's, it's one was Moses. Moses. The other was Elijah. Who was the third person, folks? Jesus.
3: Him. Jesus,
2: Christ.
0: Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on now. Get up. Three. There were three. Jesus, Moses, and Elijah. How you been, Elijah? Been good? <laughs> Elijah says, You need to be strong now. Because we're receding for the Father for you. You are about to go into Jerusalem. And they're going to hurt you physically, you're going to suffer. Remember, the purpose of your death has to do. Is that true? Is that conversation true? Is the Bible talks about that? Yeah. Read it, Betty. Read what? The story? Where in Matthew 17 they talk to each other and that, that, uh, that Jesus is actually uh, confirming and well, they were talking had. about his.
1: He was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his garments became as white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with him.
0: Okay, continue.
1: And Peter answered and said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will make three tabernacles here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him.
0: Okay, keep on going.
1: And when the disciples heard this, they fell on their faces and were much afraid. And Jesus came to them and touched them and said, Arise and do not be afraid. And lifting up their eyes, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone.
0: This is the book of Matthew. Go into the Luke, Betty, and look at that account and come back to me, okay? So, a harama is a waking vision. So you sleep, and in the middle of your sleep, there's a vision. Go ahead and read it. Uh,
3: In chapter nine, verse verse thirty. Well, it says, "And behold, there talked with him two men, which were Moses and Elijah." Who appeared in glory and spoke of his of his deceit, de, de, yep, decease, which he should accomplish at Jerusalem. Now, what
0: is the word? He spoke of his decease. What does his decease means? He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. Yeah. That his death. And who are the people who are speaking to Jesus about his death? Give me the names. Moses and Elijah. Moses and Elijah. And, Elijah.
1: This is and really so different. the
0: vision in the heart of Jesus is much more important than your, what you think of that vision. When he said to the disciples, do not tell anyone about this vision, is because what is going to happen in Jerusalem is God led, God oriented, God called, God organized, God put together, God's structure. In other words, Jesus had to die on the cross in order for our sins to be covered and cleansed by the blood of the Lamb. It had to happen. He knew it had to happen. The disciples were not really uh, wanting that, but it had to happen. And so who talked to Jesus about his demise? I was gonna say it's Moses and
3: Elijah. And to further that point, if you go to verse thirty two, it says, But Peter and they who were with him were heavily with sleep.
1: Yeah. So
3: someone was speaking to Jesus, but the ones that were with him, Peter and them, were asleep. Yeah. So it was
0: Moses and Elijah. You're right. Yeah. In other words, in other words, they were just a uh, cover. What is the what is the what do you call that cloud? Glory cloud. Which where does the glory cow, cloud cloud uh, uh, was a lot of uh, 40 years?
1: in the wilderness. In the, desert. Yeah. In the wilderness.
0: Uh, uh, how, how about how about doing our prayer time in here? Do we got a gl- glory cloud? Mm-hmm. Yes, right. we do. Yeah. When we begin to pray, intercede, okay. and ask God to bless us and strengthen us for the days ahead. Uh, let me tell you this: You might like to go sleep this morning, but by coming, you are part of to be to see the glory cloud of the Lord during prayer. And then to eat some uh, chicken wings.
1: Yeah, that's
0: a glory cloud. That's a glory cloud.
1: There's, there's more information in this Luke one, like Raymond said, verse 29. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face became different, and his clothing became white and gleaming. So it's like they saw him as he really is, not just in his the human form. The point
0: here is that horama, okay, well, waking vision. And Jesus verified. What we're talking about here, that there's, there was a vision. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so for me to be teaching Horama, don't you think that that's just something I made up? No, no we didn't make it up. Jesus, I'm interpreting the word Horama, is a Greek word in Matthew seventeen nine. So I'm looking for visions and looking for the Greek word behind them to tell you. Okay, how about Acts 9 10. That's when Ananias. Go ahead.
1: In Damascus, there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called to him in a vision. Ananias, yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, go to the house of Judas on Straight Street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. Explain
0: that to me, Betty. We're about to get close here.
1: Well, God is about to call... Saul, uh, into his calling, when he will now be Paul, and he uses Ananias to tell him his vision, or his his call. He uses another one, and if Ananias had not been obedient...
0: So a dream, a vision happened to Ananias. Yes. Then another vision happened to
1: Paul. Yeah, to Paul.
0: So one vision is telling another. Yeah. So uh, would you say that that is, uh, they're asleep or...
1: Because back in verse 3, a light from heaven flashed around Paul, and he fell to the ground. So God's dealing with him. But at the same time, God Again is speaking to Ananias. In the when
0: Ananias heard from the Lord in a vision, was he a night? Was he a dreaming? Um, not, ne-
1: not necessarily.
0: Okay. It was, he you, was you're reading the gospel of what? Of Matthew. Acts. 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 Okay. Um,
1: it just says he was three days without sight, and neither ate or drink that's talking about Paul then it just says now there was a certain disciple at Damascus and the Lord said to him in a vision so he okay. wasn't necessarily sleeping
0: okay but uh that's right that's right it could be that he was awakened okay mm-hmm. and so that would simply make a wrong uh example here on awakened vision but let's go to another one how about Acts 16 9 and 10
3: yeah, now that says, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. In the night. There stood now, th-
0: there. now that, does that mean that Paul was asleep? Probably. People do that at night. Right. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And in the middle of the dream at night, there was a vision, Harama, mm-hmm. a waking vision, a, say a, say a, from a vision within a dream. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning, God. We thank you for the vision of God, for the things of God that comes to us supernaturally. And we bless you, Lord, that we are not alone. Now, I come against the thoughts of a bad dream, a suggestion from the enemy, a thought process of death and morbidity. They might come to environment by the power of the Holy Spirit of God. I come against you. You are defeated, Satan. You have no right to, to torment the saints of God. Send us a vision. Of goodness and kindness of the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: See you tomorrow.